getting back into speedrunning. The world is to some extent past me by in regards to speedrunning, chat. But I will work diligently to get back up to speed. That's what happens when you don't do runs for years, you know? Why did you stop in the first place? Uh, I believe it was no damage. I want to focus on doing no damage. And doing no damage is so fundamentally different from the speedrun. I was always active in the Discord, so I'd, I continued to see the strat developments. I even contributed occasionally. Knowing that strats are being developed doesn't make you good at them, you know? Or it, it, like, you don't internalize them. Like, I know there was, like, five strats found in, like, the last two weeks. And it'd be hard-pressed to remember what those, those are, right? Especially with the amount of runners there are now, and how many how many developments are being found all the time because of just how many people are running. Uh, like, you've got to be running fairly consistently to, to keep up with things. With a run this long, it's, like, forever evolving. After 9k hours, I never thought... I'd see you watching a tutorial. Oh, it doesn't matter how many hours you have in the game. Like, uh, if, if, you, if you leave the speedrunning thing for a while and you come back, you've got to learn all the new strats. Like, it, it, like, obviously, I could get through the game with ease, but you, you can't do what you don't know about, you know? There's new strats every couple days. Yeah, it's seemingly so. It's even the case where, like, if you take time off a category and you come back to it, you have to go through the tutorial again because it's just always new strats. Like, as time has gone on, because there's more people interested in speedrunning, all speedruns have become more complicated. I suppose it depends on how successful the speedrunning is as to how much of my time I'll dedicate to it. Like, I want to dedicate the lion's share of my time to it. I don't want to be embarrassing, you know? I recognize that I'm kind of the gateway for GTA speedrunning, and, and I don't like that I'm not competitive, you know? I mean, that's what happens when you take two years off or whatever, you know? But such as life. Are any of my discoveries still in the speedruns? How much of what you invented is still in the speedrun? Uh, a handful of things. But obviously a lot of what I found is uh, low-hanging fruit. Certainly my facts and glitches series has led to discoveries, but calling them my discoveries is uh, a bit charitable considering that they were submitted by other people, and I was just the conduit for their discoveries. Twitch removing its friends feature. Did anyone really use the friends feature on Twitch? Some of you are actually saying yes, that surprises me. Like, I'm sure they have analytics on the back end that suggest that... Ah, oh, goddammit. That suggests no one uses it. It's a less used feature, but I like knowing where my friends are chilling. I've done that a handful of rare times when I used to have friends on the friends list. A very insistent delivery. Just had a dude drop off a package, and he rung the doorbell like 19 times. Like that kind of doorbell ringing that happens in movies, where like... The zombie horde is coming and they're like, let me in! Let me in! And I'm like, holy shit, I'm, I'm like, I'm taking a piss. And I'm like, oh, well, I better finish this up really quickly. This guy's about to die. But now it's just a package. My games to play for content list. What GTA clones do I want to play? I actually have a huge list. These are all the GTA clones. AAA, indie, and Steam mobile garbage. And then there's all these games, these Rockstar games and games to play just in general. This would take a long time. Like... A part of me is tempted to forego speedrunning and just play all these, but uh, I really want to get back into speedrunning, man. Just to get like a, a decent time, you know, just like once I've learned it all, it's in the brain, you know, uh, it's it's uh, just the, the standard thing I do. Then I can like intersperse other types of content in the middle of learning and uh, I won't fall behind, you know. There are two different types of games, chat. There are the games that I can just play casually and when I'm tired. Like I am now. 
And there are games that require, like, my attention, because I want to be making, like, like good commentary and stuff. Dedicated single-player games like Mafia require more t attention, you know? Stop saying please play Max Payne 2 and 3, I will. Having a nightmare about fictional work. Hey Doc, do you ever have dreams where you're still doing Oko? I had a dream last night where there was still another React video to release. And I was panicking, like, oh no, I should've, I should've put this in video 8! What am I doing? Why did I make that a separate video? And I'm like, in this state of half of being awake, half being asleep, trying to figure out if it was a dream or not. I'm like, is this real? Do I actually still have more of that fucking work to do? I thought it was over! <laughs> God, that was a stressful month or two. The huge stretch marks on my back. My stream was later than I intended today because I went to get another fucking treatment to work on the scars on my back. You wanna see them, chat? I'm sure they look terrible right now. And I look terrible because I'm fat as fuck right now, but uh, I'm just... Look at that. Uh, ain't they pretty? I remember the day when someone else pointed out the stretch marks to me. Like, I, I didn't, like, there, there has to be a day where that happens, right? And I was at the gym. I was young, probably like 16 years old or something, and I'd gone with a friend of mine. And we're walking along, and he's like, what's on your back? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, there's like lines and stuff, and I start feeling on my back, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I just kept walking, and then like, I know, like a couple of days later, I noticed in the mirror, and I'm like, oh my god. I got like, lines all over my back, what the fuck is this? And just, it, it, I, just I guess I just grew very tall very quickly, and my skin just went... You know? And so you can't remove scars, right? But apparently you can soften them. And that's what this is doing. Like it, I don't know exactly what it's doing and it's very expensive. And uh, I'm, I'm somewhat convinced it's gonna do absolutely nothing, but I'm like, I'll give it a shot anyway. My stupid tweets. Oh, someone asked me, why did I tweet out about soup? Here's the thing you gotta know about my Twitter guys. When I tweet things out like this, always assume I'm laughing. I was eating soup. And I'm like, you know, soup takes too long to eat. That'd be a dumb thing to tweet. Like, what a complete waste of the wonders of the internet. To take up space to comment on the speed at which you can eat soup. And I did it. And then I laughed for a good solid 30 seconds. And then I went back to eating my soup. <laughs> I just, I just find it funny to tweet stupid things like that. And, and then I, I imagine people scrolling down their feed and being like, Why, why did he... Why do you type this? What, 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 <laughs> they're like, they're like, what a waste of time, you know? My thoughts on some ordinary gamers anti-reaction content video. Uh, yeah, someone in chat mentioned that Mudaha released a video about React content. Uh, he left a comment on one of my videos. Uh, the main one where he's like, this is a straight hour of facts. And as he said in the video, he, he complimented my content and he said that, um, again, while bringing up the analogy that people didn't like, he is like, but at the end of it, I was like, where are the lies? Like, as in like he agreed with what I wrote. And so he made a video giving his thoughts on, on the topic and, and all that jazz. And, um, and he apparently he says he wants to uh, talk more about it in a month or so or something. We'll, we'll see if he makes another video or what have you. But um, I, I appreciate it. Like I, I, I've talked to Mudaha like a, I don't know, a dozen times or whatever since I run in. I can't remember how long ago that was. Um, he's a nice dude. And again, while I disagreed with him back then, um, I accept that his heart was in the right place, and um, he clearly does care. Yeah, I, I just appreciate his video. Being dislikes due to misunderstandings. I always read the comments whenever I get brought up anywhere, and it depends on the place where the comments occur as to 
as to whether they're positive or not, but uh, in general, they're mainly positive, except like I get, the, I get these occasional comments where they're like, oh, that guy is just a clout chaser, or uh, isn't that the guy who said that all reactors are rapists, or whatever. I'm looking at this like, these people haven't watched a single one of my fucking videos. That's the only solace I can really take in that I know that no one who watches my content could believe such stupidity. It's just not doable. Even the case where people won't accept the context or the motivating factors that led to me making those analogies in the very first document, they don't usually think terribly of me because they know my content and they, they know why I make it. I, I saw a person leave a comment on the very first video and they were like, oh man, you're just jealous of these larger creators, man. It's just jealousy that's inspiring you. And I, I, I responded like, did you watch the video? I went back to that comment uh, a couple of hours later and they changed the, they edited it. So they said, uh, what, what, what was it? I actually want to get the exact thing they said. It was just something like, uh, let me go. Yeah, it was this one. It's a, um, they wrote something originally here saying that I was just a clout chase or whatever. I said, did you watch the video? And then they changed to, I agree now. You made some good points. I take back my comment. And I do this all the time. I don't know if I sound arrogant when I say this, but I'm very confident that anyone who dislikes me generally does so for misunderstandings or an ignorance of what I do or who I am, as opposed to legitimate reasons. That isn't to say that people couldn't dislike me for ideological reasons. Certainly that is more likely to be a thing, right? I, I could support positions that people find abhorrent or um, or what have you, but people will often ascribe, ascribe to me things that I simply did not do or think think ill of me for things that again, I, I didn't do. And it's very frustrating to see. My, the funniest comments were always, there was, I swear to you, half a dozen, maybe maybe more than that comments from people who are like, I understand everything in here and I'm in complete agreement, but maybe that's because I study economics. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, you're just talking about how markets work and market forces. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. And as I said to Carl, when we had our conversation, where he said, these are new ideas. I'm like, well, they're kind of new ideas, but it's more that I'm applying ideas that exist in other areas of discourse to our industry that don't normally get thought about. Like uh, one of Charlie's original things that he said that really stuck with me in his uh, first video was when he said, he's taking his knowledge of capitalism and markets and stuff and that, that stuff doesn't apply to YouTube. And I'm like, yes, it does. This is a market like any other. YouTube not recommending a creator's videos. Have you ever had a, the situation where YouTube no longer recommended a channel you were subscribed to? I've been subbed to Linus Tech Tips for years. For the past year, I have never seen a video in my recommended feed and always had to go on the channel to watch previous videos. I'm pretty sure the only reason that might happen is if you, um, is if you skip over a couple of their videos. There was a time where Clicks Philip, all his videos were getting recommended to me, all of them. And I watched like dozens upon dozens upon dozens. It made me like his content to a great degree. And that's why I've referenced him a handful of times in different cases where it's been relevant because I, I know all of his back catalog. But eventually, it had to start recommending me duplicates of his videos because I had already seen them all. And it recommended me less and less and less. And then eventually, uh, I, do, I don't get recommended his videos much anymore. I, like when he releases a new video, that will probably get to me. But his back catalog, it's just not worth the time for the algorithm because it can't tell which ones I've seen or which ones I haven't seen or which one I want, want, to, want to watch or whatever. Uh, I think it happens to a lot of people where they get inundated with a particular creator for so long, so many of their old videos, and you know, you watch so many of them, that eventually you get sick of them. Like maybe you don't hate that content creator anymore, 
but yeah, you just start skipping over more of the impressions because you've seen so much of them. And the algorithm's like, oh, well, I guess they're not interested anymore. And then the algorithm just kind of cuts off completely because you've just skipped that many impressions. I mean, it's just the I've just had that experience before, so I, I think it's a thing that happens occasionally. I'm not sure. Solutions to reaction content. What if YouTube implemented a watch together mechanic, a link that a streamer would share in the chat? It would be a YouTube-based watch room where be the streamer who played it, paused it, and rewinded it. Therefore, every viewer would be a unique unique view for that video. People would watch the streamer react, but also give the view, video their views. It would not solve the algorithm, though. Yeah, the algorithm being the main thing. All these talks of, like, transferring views from the reactor to the original video, you need to remember that these views would be less valuable to the algorithm. Like the algorithm wouldn't see these views as legitimate views that it can use to um, extrapolate and find audiences for the video because people have, these views are coming from somewhere else. Uh, or let me put it another way. The sort of viewer that would click a title and thumbnail isn't necessarily the same viewer who would click a different title and thumbnail because they recognize a content creator in it, right? What the algorithm wants to identify is the people who will do this, who will click a title, uh, title and thumbnail, this first one, and then watch it for a long time. Just because another a viewer has been willing to click this title and thumbnail doesn't mean they would click this one. A lot, a lot of the solutions to reaction content somewhat rely upon the reactors playing ball. And obviously reactors are in it for themselves. If it ever came to the point where the original creator was gaining all the benefit from reaction content, reactors would simply stop doing it because it would no longer be worth their time. They would no longer be receiving the exploitative gains that they're currently experiencing, so they just stop doing it. People don't do reaction content for the benefit of other people, they do it for the benefit of themselves. It's why the overwhelming vast majority of people don't do reaction content, even though it's very easy to do and anyone can do it, and everyone sees the gains in it. It's just not everyone's willing to exploit people to the degree that reactors are. In the same way that all of us get offered NFT sponsorships, but only some people are willing to take those sponsorship deals because we know it's exploitive and bad. If YouTube does enforce harsh policies on React content, do you think you'll be remembered as a catalyst for that? I doubt it, and I doubt they will do so. This, this drama hubbub happens all the time. YouTube as a company might benefit from reactors as a whole, even if the individual creators doing that work that's being reacted to don't. I saw YouTube tweet out something like, where does Sniper Wolf find all these videos to react to? Like, clearly whoever runs the YouTube Twitter has no issue with reaction content. Again, I don't know much about Sniper Wolf's content. I only know of her as a big-time reactor and she reacts to TikToks or something. I, you know. The impact of live streaming on reaction content. I forgot who told it, but there was a comment somewhere where they talked about how people a couple years back were against react content when it came out and now they all do it. I once to held to the opinion, which Mudahar seems to hold to, where if it's in a live stream and then it goes into a VOD and then disappears, that is not as impactful as the YouTube stuff that sits there forever and continues to fuck up the algorithm and steal away impressions from everyone and stuff. I don't. I still don't think it's good on Twitch. I, I mentioned in the video why it's bad, but if React content disappeared, Twitch's fundamental issues would not disappear. It just makes it worse. Uh, on YouTube, it's just infinitely worse. Uh, I, I tried to make the case at the end of the video where I'm like, if you've watched a YouTube video in a live stream, I'm like, I'm not saying you're equivalent to Asmongold re-uploading hundreds of people's videos and, or, or XQC watching, you know, dozens of hours of YouTube every week. 
there can be legitimate reasons to watch a video on stream or, you know, you you just watch the occasional video or something, whatever. I, I, I'm arguing against the idea of having watching other people's content being a fundamental part of your business model to grow in the algorithm. The, the example I used of Smallens uh, reacting to the world record of Minecraft, a run that he contributed to, and he did it with the permission of the uh, the person who made the run, that's very different to me. Uh, you're, you're reacting with the permission of a particular person in, in a community that you're directly involved in once a month or something. Fine. It's, it's very different than grabbing all the best content of a genre and then just putting it all on your YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? As I say, it takes a particular sort of person who can wake up one day and think, I deserve to rip and re-upload the entirety of other people's creative works. And then to lie to people and pretend like I'm benefiting them and not just doing it for myself. I, I say, it's fortunate that only, only a fraction of people are willing to do this. Or have that mentality, rather. But at the end of the day, you know, there's an Asmongold in every industry that is figuratively kicking old women, uh, old, old people down the stairs <laughs> for profit. Just because they feel like they can. This is Clip. I really want to talk about it, but I'm not going to do any more drama stuff. Like, I, I want to talk about it because it has, you know, mor morality, psychological sort of implications and all that jazz. But people wouldn't take it that way, so maybe I'll just stick it on, in my back catalog and uh, look at it six months from now or something. Normalizing gambling is not okay. It ruins lives. Even if no one cares, we should uphold our moral values. That's cute. Okay, so anyway, back to reality. People are going to take gambling sponsorships because it pays a lot of money. And it pays so much money that they're going to take it pretty much whatever, uh, besides that. Where is morality? Can anybody touch morality? Can you hand, can you put it in your hand? Can, does it, where is it? I've never heard something so stupid in the entire history of my life. Imagine arguing against the idea of abstract concepts. Like what? <laughs> what is kindness? Can you can you feel kindness? Can you touch kindness? Can you put it in your hand? Like <laughs> it, I I like for for those who have ever watched the old reaction videos that I made against Asmongold, it, th this kind of level of thinking when it comes to defending uh, the indefensible is something that Asmongold does a lot. Commentary videos versus reaction videos. When it comes to all that historical stuff, all the music reactions and stuff, it, it, like, at the end of the day, you can just make a commentary video, right? Re the reaction pass does not improve the content quality. Or rather, it doesn't improve your commentary. It makes it worse. Your first time reaction to something is not the best commentary that you could possibly conceive of. There's little excuse ever to do a reaction as opposed to making a commentary video, which is edited and, and done after the fact, after you've seen the entire thing and maybe write something down to gather your thoughts and stuff. And only using parts of the content that you're um, responding to that actually matter for your commentary. Like people point to when I watched Dream's response to his drama, what I did for that video is I watched his video all the way through, then I read the document that he released, then I came back, watched it again, recorded myself watching it, uh, and then I would stop the video and say things in response to particular things he said. But the stuff that ended up on YouTube was just the parts where I spoke, and the stuff that he said that was required for my commentary to make sense. Like, that is the laziest form of commentary video that you can make, and it's still orders of magnitude higher quality than a reaction video, because I already knew what was in the video. I already knew what I wanted to say, and I edited it just to include the parts that actually matter.
Tom Scott made a video where he responded to his own footage from 2012, and he said that was originally a reaction video, but I immediately thought of 50 other things I wanted to say and scrapped it. Yeah. I mean, I've thought that way myself with my rambles. A ramble will come out, and on, on some occasions I'll scrap it, because I'm like, this just, it just doesn't communicate the way that I, I want it to communicate. I could communicate these ideas 10,000 times better if I just wrote a script about it. But yeah, I just don't have the time for a lot of stuff. And of course, my rambles are usually on topics that aren't as weighty or, or meaningful or whatever. Like, my rambles are meant to be filler content, you know? I think as long as someone is providing additional value to the clip they are reacting to, then it's, well, if it's a clip, sure. Uh, yeah, I, the, the Cold or Crew guys I actually uh, reference in the ramble that's going up today. Um, but they don't use the entirety of the original product, you know? It doesn't matter how much you add to something, if you're creating a market substitute for the thing that you're reacting to, then it's not acceptable. You know? Because an ethical use of another person's content isn't about what you add, but it's about what you leave behind. You know? Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.